Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Yeah, you know, I saw the title, I'm like, what? Tesla drivers can finally use their self-driving features. Okay, I thought they always were, but no, they have not been. And they weren't able to, I guess, use them in Toronto's downtown core after Elon Musk's company um, warned that the TTC doesn't deal or meet with their um, digital software. And now we learn that Musk's company has now upgraded their technology to be able to make sure these cars navigate safely. The question I think we would want to know is, um, are you going to take that risk? Because Tesla drivers have had full use of their self-driving feature blocked in the city of Toronto, south of Bloor and Danforth, because the software is having trouble navigating streetcars and when riders get off kind of mid-street. And they say they fixed it, but Tesla drivers are like, we want some clarity. It's not enough that Musk blames Toronto's streetcars, but what did you do to update the software to say it, it works? And they're not saying. So you're just to trust Musk. But this is a really tough city to drive in at the best of times. And I think without clarity of what was the fix done, how can they be positive it's fixed? And if you're a Tesla driver, are you taking your hands off the wheel? I want to bring in Constable Sean Shapiro to this conversation. Of course, he's with Traffic Services with the Toronto Police. And I'm sure, Sean, you have been watching this. Absolutely. This has been the topic of discussion for uh, for quite a while. Uh, one thing to clarify is this is not autonomous vehicle mode. This is not something that uh, a Tesla driver can just punch in an address and go to sleep. They have to remain actively in control of their vehicle. They have to regularly check in on the uh, steering wheel. Uh, it's not a set it and forget it situation. Okay, so right now, I guess we're trying to figure like what went wrong, and there's been a lot of secrecy surrounding this. TTC has been trying to get clarity from the company, like what was with the technology? What have you done to make it better? They're not saying. Ontario Ministry of Transportation is not saying what Tesla's done to get um, the the software uh, fixed, or even if they have been consulted by Tesla. So we're just to go on Tesla's word that this feature works, which I don't think is. It may, it may work. I mean, I'm sure it does, but I want to be sure if I'm driving a Tesla. Well, the big thing is if you're driving a Tesla and you're using the beta software and the full self-driving capability is beta software, you have to opt into it after reading all the instructions, and you have to take over for the vehicle if it doesn't do what you think it's supposed to do. So, you, like I yeah. said, you can't go to sleep. Uh, if the, uh, the issue was that when vehicles being TTC streetcars would come to a stop, the vehicle would assume that it could pass on the right-hand side and go continue along, which would have been into the path of passengers. That's apparently being corrected. And whether we take their word for it or not, because you're the driver, you're responsible for everything that happens behind the wheel. You need to, uh, like, uh, uh, something to be really clear of. It, this is a level three car. Uh, it is not autonomous. Uh, it just mm. assists the driver, just like lane assist and lane keeping and following the road. So what was the newest uh, feature set was traffic and stop sign control that uh, identified stop signs and red lights. That's something that never was part of the autopilot process. Uh, so again, if it, it, the biggest problem we'd see before was that uh, you'd come up to a red light, it would, it would uh, not acknowledge it. It would just keep going. You had to apply the brakes. So this is not yeah. that much different. This is just an assist mode. You still have to be driving your car. So if it doesn't slow down when you're coming up to a streetcar and you, or you don't trust it, you shouldn't trust it. It's beta software. 
you need to be driving your car. And that means applying the brakes if it doesn't do what you think it should be doing. I wouldn't trust any software in this city. I mean, I barely trust myself when I'm driving because I find, uh, you know, Sean, it is so hard to drive in this city. There are so many distractions. There are like you've got, uh, you know, Cafe Toronto, you've got all these bike lanes, you've got people walking every which way. This is a very, very tough city to to drive in, let alone uh, survive in as a pedestrian and or a cyclist. And so, you know, I, I don't think I'd feel safe or I don't think too many people should feel safe kind of. Um, letting their vehicle navigate. I mean, uh, they keep telling us that the technology will get there. It's going to be better. But I, I maybe I'm just a, a worry wart. But I just don't see a time when I'd ever feel safe um, taking my hands off the wheel of anything. But you know, it also to your point, driverless does not mean you go do a crossword puzzle. And so, how do we know that's not happening? Well, and we see it. I mean, ever since we uh, autonomous, sorry, not autonomous, but uh, self-driving features like lane assist and so on have come into play, uh, I would regularly pull up next to a, a Tesla operator and, uh, and see that they are on their phone, and then they'd get a ticket from me because you have to be driving the car. Uh, it, it's not an excuse for anything. So this is, again, software to reduce fatigue uh, or functionality to reduce fatigue, but not to take over. And uh, I think that really if you're using this pilot, you're going to be more exhausted because you've got to be that much more switched on than the average mm. person because you've got to be double and questioning whether or not the vehicle is going to do what you want it to do. You know, this is something that you asked about whether or not anyone got approval or if they checked with anyone. Level three has been legal in Ontario for a long time. They wouldn't have had to have gotten any authority and they were self-policing by turning off uh, the functionality in the downtown core. They believe they corrected it. They turned it on. No, no approval required, which is different than going into level four or level five, which are the two highest levels of autonomy uh, that or self-driving features, I should say. And that's where you don't have to ever touch the wheel. And or you just set it and forget it, but you're there for just in case. And then level five is where you can be reading a book because it truly does everything. And those are yeah, not I mean, available for commercial purposes or for, for uh, consumer purposes. Which I think is, is really interesting. I mean, we live in such a city where that, you know, they bubble wrap everybody, um, that there's no real clarity and or um, rules as to who's driving these things or, or, or doing what. It's almost like, uh, you know, the car companies can put whatever technology on and then I guess you just assume that the person driving beside you, you know, you don't know that their technology is. And so there's, n there's no real transparency. You don't know who is out there driving one of them. I'm surprised that there's not more. I don't ask for more regulations. I'm not that kind of uh, gal, but I am surprised there's not more regulation as to, um, you know, what the auto companies do and what the municipalities and or the province signs off on. It's just kind of they can do whatever they want right now. Well, not really, because they're, they're working within the confines of the rules that have been set by the government. And, and uh -huh. furthermore... They are making okay, let me stop you there. Is it is the government up to speed? Because we know how we know how slow government is. I mean, are they working off of like this new technology of, of kind of taking us into the future? I mean, are they up on no, it? It's a sta the SAE standard, which is what everyone subscribed to, is is all standardized across the industry, uh, and they are up on it. Uh, in fact, okay. we recently spoke to the NCO about the the pilot project, which is a much higher level of autonomy and and uh, functionality, and is only in a pilot stage where only two people can even use the technology on our roads right now. Uh, but this, again, and it, it, it's a really big deal. This is not autonomous driving. This is driver assist, which means the driver is still driving. And uh, right. uh, that, that means that, yeah, the, the software can make a mistake, but your hand is on the wheel. You're to take over. And if something right. goes wrong, it's not because the driver assist didn't work. It's because the driver wasn't paying attention. So at the end of the day, this is still a driver driving a car. And uh, it should not be confused with autonomous vehicles. Yeah, just, you would be able to do the autonomous, let's say, on, on, a, on a highway. No, no, it's not autonomous. No, it's not still. autonomous anywhere. Yes, you're putting in an address. Yes, it's following a GPS coordinates. 
But according to Tesla and according to the mm-hmm. rules uh, that are set forth, this is not classified as autonomous because if you are not, you, you are actively required to participate. Right. You have to continuously touch the wheel. You have to continuously be paying attention and looking forward at the front window, and you're responsible for everything. There's nothing at no point, whether it be on the highway or on a street, are you in a go to sleep, read a book mode. That is not the, this mode. That, that's for technology that's coming in the future and not yet permissible for consumer use. Let's hope that they are following the rules. Nonetheless, interesting uh, update because I think a lot of people, I'm very unclear on, on the clarity of this kind of new technology. But thanks a lot. I appreciate you, uh, you know, kind of taking us through this and clarifying it. It's my pleasure anytime. Thanks so much. That's Constable Sean Shapiro, uh, who is with Toronto Police Services. And so now you know if you've got one of these vehicles.